Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Saturday the 14th of November. My name's Nick here in Melbourne. Now, if you were long value stocks in this last week, you probably did quite well. And that's very much in contrast to most of this year where it's been growth, 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 growth going through the ceiling. Value's been left to languish on the sidelines, but not this week. In fact, if you were long the S&P 500 value ETF, just on Monday and Tuesday of this last week, you would have gained 5.4% just on those two days. Whereas if you were long the S&P 500 growth ETF, you would have actually lost 1.7%. So yeah, over a 7% deviation there just in two days, which is quite extreme. Now we obviously had the news of the Pfizer vaccine. That would explain probably a lot of why that value divergence occurred. But there is another thing that happened over the weekend preceding this, that was the election outcome, where it was seen that Joe Biden would be coming the next US president. What does this mean for value stocks? There's been a paper released from some Australian researchers called Political Uncertainty, Market Anomalies and Presidential Honeymoons. And from researchers across University of Western Australia, Monash, UQ and RMIT. And what they've found is that value stocks far outperform growth stocks in the first 100 days following a president's inauguration. The value over growth spread averaged 3.51% per month during these so-called honeymoon periods that they've looked at between 1933 and 2015. And that's versus a 0.27% per month during all non-honeymoon periods. So a crazy difference there, and it's highly statistically significant. So why is this? Now, the, the paper doesn't really give a clear indication or a definitive explanation for why this is. There's a few sort of potential reasons. Probably the main one is that there's a huge amount of uncertainty right around the election of a new president and then the inauguration, which generally occurs two months later. And that uncertainty typically seems to affect value stocks more. So you've got these really beaten down value stocks, let's say over the next two months, then when the president's inaugurated, things get to the state of play seems to become a bit clearer. What's the Senate going to be like? Is it going to have a Democrat majority or what are they going to be blocking? That seems to help value. Value then starts to take off. That's one possible reason. It could be something else that's not really identified, but it's definitely a very clear trend. You may say, well, the inauguration's not for two more months. Why are we talking about value taking off now? It seems to be that the investment community has acknowledged or, or is a, has alerted themselves to this phenomenon and that it's, they may be getting in early now, knowing that it will happen in January. And it actually was something which happened in the honeymoon period for Donald Trump the greatest margin of value over growth after his inauguration or his election was in the November and December period 
of 2016. So that, that could be why we're seeing it now and maybe we'll see a big rally in value in the next couple of months. Moving on to hedge funds, and we've covered a little bit in this podcast the underperformance of hedge funds this year. And an interesting comparison has come out comparing hedge fund performance versus retail investors, not retail focused funds, the actual retail Robin Hood people at home in lockdown investors. And if you look at a basket of the 50 most popular retail stocks, so these are names such as Tesla, Netflix, Apple, those sorts of names, that basket is up 55% year to date. Where are hedge funds up year to date? They're just above zero. So basically the know nothing at home investors have significantly outperformed the so-called you know geniuses of the hedge fund world why is this generally retail investors have been very long growth stocks and that's what's done well but beyond that it's probably more poor decision making from hedge funds they typically went long when the markets were going down and then went short when markets were recovering and a lot of them are still below zero for the year. In fact, the chief investment officer of Wells Fargo Private Wealth Management said many have not protected enough on the downside and others haven't provided enough upside. In short, instead of hedging, hedge funds are doing precisely the opposite. They are losing money when stocks drop and barely making it when stocks surge. So that's basically, they're not doing anything they're meant to do. And for the extremely high fee structure, you know, the 2 and 20 fee structure, whereas Robinhood with free trading, why would you bother with a hedge fund? And certainly there'll be a lot of hedge fund managers and asset management firms with hedge fund teams probably really having a good hard look at themselves after this year. That's your early update for the 14th of November. Have a great weekend. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.